Hi friends, welcome to the Front Porch Life Podcast. My name is Rachel Steele and I am so glad that you have joined us. This is a podcast all about connection. Life is hard and it's even harder when we try to do it alone. So think of the front porch as a place to share your story, invite others to share theirs, and point each other to Jesus. No topic is off limits. So grab your coffee and join me on the porch. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me this week on the Front Porch Life podcast. I am really excited to be here with you. We've had some great interviews the last few weeks. And this week, I just get to chat with you. So I'm excited to be behind the microphone by myself. Uh, It's just nice to get to catch up and talk about the things that are going on. This week's episode is um, a couple of things put together. So originally, I was going to have this episode be only things related to fall. And so on Instagram, I put up a question box and I said, tell me your favorite fall activities. And I got so many awesome ideas and I can't wait to dive into those with you. But as I was uh, looking through those and just as this month has unfolded, particularly in the last week, I just have felt this desire to slow down and this desire to have more margin in my week and in my day, and just to cut out some of the distractions. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I think that these two things go hand in hand. If we are wanting to add in something, like add in a fall activity or add in a fall rhythm or, you know, just like a day of having memories with our families, um, we have to take out things too, right? Like we all are filled to the brim. And a few episodes back, I talked about rest and I talked about how we need rest and how there are different kinds of rest and how um, some rest is actually uh, rejuvenating and some rest is not. And sometimes the things that we want to do for rest don't actually leave us feeling like rested when we're done with it, aka like watching Netflix, which I am so guilty of. I mean, anyway, (laughs) I mean, I am not shaming anyone for watching Netflix. But I wanted to just dive into this topic a little bit more because it's something that I've been really focusing on and have been experiencing some freedom and some growth in. And I just thought if it's working for me, like you could probably try some of these things too. And I am nowhere near perfect in this area. It's literally just one baby step that I've taken, but I just wanted to share with you. So at church right now, we have been doing a Bible study um, about or using the book that's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which is written by John Mark Comer. And this book came out actually before COVID, and which is funny. I just feel like everything after COVID is just its own beast. And when you read something that's before COVID, it's like, oh my goodness, you had no idea it was coming. But I just have really been wrestling with this idea of not hurrying. And 
part of me struggled with this because I am in a new season right now of staying at home. And so when I was working full time, or even when I was working just half days of teaching kindergarten in the afternoons last year, I still had this hurry when it comes to like going places and having a job that I needed to do every day that was outside of the house. And I definitely felt that hurry when it came to, you know, getting the groceries, getting the laundry done, like getting all of that stuff done in addition to working. But now I feel this hurry in a more internal way, if that makes sense. So because I'm at home all day, I don't have that same hurry of having to get out of the house, you know, pack your lunch, get, make sure you're dressed and, you know, make sure the kids are ready to go and all of that. But it's this different hurry. That's just like a nagging. Um, it's almost like I just feel distracted all the time, if that makes sense. So I'm, I'm at home all day and we, we go out, we do things and blah, blah, blah. But like, I just can't, sit there and just be at peace. Like I either feel like I'm being lazy if I'm not getting things done or I feel bored because I'm at home all day or I feel lonely because I'm the only adult in my house at the, you know, during the day when my husband's at work. Um, or I just feel, I don't know, just like kind of like, I don't have as much of a direction and I, and that's a lie. Like I have direction and I have purpose and all of that, but it's just not this immediate in your face. Like you have to go to work and do this, (laughs) you know? Um, so I just was kind of feeling stuck and it wasn't a fun place to, to be in. And so as we've been reading this book, I just noticed that a lot of the behaviors, that I was experiencing when it came to hurry were more numbing behaviors. So, you know, you're bored or you're lonely. And so I would just numb that by scrolling Instagram, by binge, you know, like watching, like binge watching shows on Netflix or just, you know, on my phone, just going on my different apps, whatever. And I realized how much of a habit that was. And it was even to the point where like, you know, you take your phone into the bathroom with you, or I would be taking a shower and listening to a podcast at the same time, or even sometimes watching a show, like I'd have my phone propped up like on the edge or whatever. And I just realized how much that was affecting me and that I never had just like stillness or I never had quiet, even in the moments when I should have felt, you know, time to myself, like in the shower, like I was still having something in my ear or listening to something. So all that to say, I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but I decided last week that I just needed to delete social media off my phone. I have put um, time limits in place before on my phone. Mike and I have both done that. And so like all of those social media apps would shut off at eight o'clock at night and they wouldn't come back on until eight the next morning. But, you know, I would find ways around it. Like you can get on Chrome and type it in and go that way. And it was just I wasn't having any self-control with it. So I just deleted them entirely. 
And what I started to realize was that because I'd been filling every second of my downtime with my phone, like anytime the girls were playing independently or during nap time, if I wasn't doing something, like if I wasn't putting laundry away or working out or reading or, you know, whatever, I would just be sitting on my phone. And so I started to think like, oh my goodness, I need to figure out what else I can do to fill my time, like instead of being on my phone. So I went to the library with the girls and I got a book and then I had started to do embroidery during the summer and there was like a piece that I hadn't finished. I'd just been sitting there. So I finished that and then I uh, ordered a new like fall embroidery to do with pumpkins and like a little scarecrow. And so I just started doing that. Um, and even those two things of having a book just sitting out for whenever I had time to read and having the embroidery sitting out, it just slowed me down. Like I sometimes would just feel like my heart even just kind of beating fast during the day. And I realized it was because I was constantly diverting my attention to my phone, to the girls, to, you know, whatever else I was looking at. But those two activities forced me to slow down, um, you know, and then I'd be sitting there and had a little bit of time and I would think, hmm, well, what else can I do? And I'd look around my house and one thing that I did this week that was fun for me was I have um, a bunch of cookbooks that I use, but I have one binder where I keep like our special family recipes in that either my mom has given me or ones that like my aunts or my grandma had written down that I have copies of. And I haven't added to that book in a while. And so I looked back through my recipes that I'd found online or recipes from cookbooks. And I found the ones that I've been using on a regular basis. And I just took the time to get out a recipe card and write it down and tape it into my recipe book that I've been collecting things. And, you know, I just felt like it was these small changes and these small activities that just made me feel so much more grounded. It's hard for me to describe, but this week I have just felt much more in tune with like what's going on around me. I I've been much more clear minded. Um, I can focus more. And I just think it's because I had to take a very um, dramatic <laughs> break from my phone and I was addicted to it. And, you know, I I'll admit it. I I'm not in denial anymore. I was addicted to my phone. So I'm trying to be better about that. But yeah, I just thought it was really good. And this weekend I did redownload it. I like posted one post around this topic, looked at it a little bit. And like last night I looked at my phone a little bit after the girls had gone to bed, but I'm just not finding myself reaching for it as much as I used to. So I hope that that is encouraging to you and that maybe it'd be something you would consider. The last thing that I realized with this was that I fall into the trap of comparison so much. And especially in the last few months, I've just noticed that, you know, I could be totally content with whatever we're doing that day. But then when I would get on social media and I would see, oh, so-and-so went to the farm or so-and-so went to the zoo or, oh, look, they're having a special family night 
with a bonfire, you know, or whatever it is. I would just start to compare and start to feel bad about myself and think, oh, well, we should be doing something like that. Or, oh man, now I feel left out or I have FOMO, you know, or, you know, with, with people like just seeing, oh, like they have their life together, they're working out or they look so great in that new outfit. Like I need to buy a new outfit or, you know, they, um, have so many great friends and I need to be hanging out with people more. And it was just, I was getting really bad. I just realized that I just wasn't content with anything. I was just being down on myself and I just needed a break. And honestly, just not having that input all the time of what other people are doing was super helpful to me. So I hope that this would be something that you would maybe think about doing and kind of then to like shift a little bit. So if we're trying to not have as much of a hurried life, then it brings in more opportunities to connect with God. It brings in more opportunities to do other activities that maybe aren't like the most, you know, Instagram, Pinterest worthy activities, but are just fun things that can slow you down, can help you connect with your family, connect with your friends, connect with God, and just bring you to a place of gratitude. Okay, so here's what you've been waiting for. I got so many great ideas of some fall activities that you can do with your family. And the reason I wanted to release this episode at the beginning of October rather than in September is because I feel like sometimes we can get to October, at least in my experience, and I feel like oh, I've already done all the fall things because I was so excited on September 1st to think about fall that I, you know, I already got my pumpkins. I already, you know, decorated and all that stuff. So these are just some fun, easy activities or rhythms that you can try to just enjoy October and to slow down and just be a little bit less hurried and just enjoy the season that we're in before the next season comes. So I love that most of these activities that you shared with me all have to do with being outside. The weather has been perfect here in Cincinnati. It's just my favorite kind of weather. I love like not being too cold. You don't have to wear jackets, you know, heavy coats, but it's still chilly. You can wear a long sleeve. I love doing something active and, you know, sweating a little bit, but also not being burning hot and like the cool breeze can cool you down. So it's just so fun. So here's our first idea. Go on a nature walk with your family and collect leaves. So you could do this in your backyard. Um, you could do this in your neighborhood. You could go somewhere special to go on a nature walk. Like if there's a nature preserve near you or a special um, trail, anything like that. My girls love just bringing a bucket with them. I do this like probably once a week, <laughs> not just in the fall, but all the time. Um, I'll just give them a bucket and I'll say, okay, we're going to go on a nature walk. And we literally just walk down the sidewalk, the same sidewalk that we walk on every day. 
but they have a purpose of looking for nature things and then they just put it in their bucket. So they'll find leaves or acorns, um, you know, little flowers, lots of things. So that is a fun thing to do. Um, another idea was to go to a local place to buy mums, to buy fresh apple cider or pumpkins to decorate the house. And this can just be an event, you know, it doesn't have to be a fancy place, but sometimes I find I'll just do that on my own. Like, Oh, let me just go get some mums really quick. But if you go with your family and kind of make it a thing like, oh, okay, we're going to go here together. We're going to pick out these things. And then when we come home, we can drink some of the apple cider together. It just makes it a more special moment. Another fun one was someone suggested going antique shopping. And I think this is really fun. It wasn't one that I would have thought of on my own, but it does have that like fall um, weather cooling down. Just, I don't know, just kind of homey, cozy feeling. And I love going antique shopping. You kind of have to have the right mindset for it of like, you know, I'm not looking for anything in particular. We're just going to browse and see what there is to see. But I think that could be really fun, especially if you find a little town that has like a little downtown area with a bunch of different shops. That can be fun just to walk the town and look in a couple antique shops and see what treasures you can find. Another idea that someone had along with the nature walk idea is to go on a fall hike or a fall bike ride when the colors are at their peak. So I think maybe... I don't know. We don't have a ton of color yet, but maybe like in two weeks, if you had a special trail that your family likes to hike, or if you're local, you could go to the Loveland bike trail and ride your bikes and just enjoy that while the colors are just at their finest. Another idea with that too, was if you are going someplace that has, um, apple picking, or if you're on that nature walk and you pick some leaves, you could do a leaf or apple painting. So with an apple, you can just cut the apple in half and then it's almost like stamping. So you could just put a little paint on it and then stamp on the paper. That's a fun thing for kids to do. Or with a leaf, you can do like a, um, like a stencil or a rubbing where you have a piece of paper, you put the leaf on top, and then you put another piece of paper on top of that, and you rub your crayon over top of the leaf, and it makes the pattern onto the paper. So just, again, these are not like <laughs> brain, you know, like super intense ideas. They're just fun things that you could try when you need a little activity in your back pocket. Okay. Another one that I loved was doing a movie night outside and then inviting your friends or your neighbors to join you. I think this time of year is the perfect weather and season to do a movie night outside. You know, it's getting cooler, so you're not sweating. You could do a bonfire with it. Um, it's starting to get darker earlier so the kids can watch movie before it's bedtime. And it's just a great outreach idea. You know, invite your neighbors, pass out flyers with your kids and say, hey, like we're going to do a movie. Come on over. Um, we'll have hot dogs or whatever you want to do. 
but just inviting people into that makes it really easy to get to know your neighbors better. You could also just do a bonfire with your neighbors. Sometimes I've seen people like we live in a cul-de-sac and sometimes people will just meet up in the middle of the cul-de-sac and do a bonfire or just bring their chairs out and talk with each other. I just think fall is a really good gathering season and that's something that I'm really passionate about and the front porch life is all about, right? Like being on your front porch. Like it's cool. You can be on your front porch now. It's not so hot and you can enjoy just the people that are around you every single day. Another fun idea is running. (laughs) So my friend that I'll keep her anonymous, but my friends that Uh, said this one. She just said, running, your girl doesn't like to run in the heat. And I totally agree. I have said for years and years that I am not a runner. (laughs) I'm a walker, but I have been starting to run a little bit. Um, Not very far, not for very long, but if right now, because it doesn't feel so hot, I can just walk and then I might run just a tiny bit and the cool breeze makes me feel better. And it's been fun. So maybe just getting outside a little bit more, exercising together as a family, those could be some fun things. And then the last idea that we have is just taking your activities that you would normally do and bringing them outside. So we have just a little table that my in-laws found on like Facebook Marketplace for free that we have on our porch. And I'm just finding myself wanting to be outside more. And so if it's something that we can bring outside, then we'll do it. Like if the girls want to color, rather than having them color at the kitchen table, like we usually do, I'll just bring that stuff out and they'll color outside on our table or, you know, have your snack outside or bring some puzzles out. There's lots of things that I just need to be creative and remind myself that, hey, we don't have to do this inside. We can do this outside. And I find that the girls just are more creative when they're outside. They'll finish coloring and then they'll, you know, see something in the yard and think, oh, let's go play with that. Or look, here's some tomatoes that are still growing. Like, let's go check out those. Just lots of fun things. So I hope that these are some fun ideas for you. Again, Nothing that's super crazy, nothing that you probably haven't heard before, but I just think they're a good reminder that we can slow down, we can just take a breath (laughs) and enjoy what is happening in the creation around us and be creative with it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Front Porch Life Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging to you and helped you to not feel alone in your season of life. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also interact more with me throughout the week on Facebook and Instagram with the handle Front Porch Life Podcast, or you can go to my website at frontporchlife.net. I appreciate your support and I'm honored to get to be in your ear every week. I'll see you next Tuesday on the porch.